Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Yoga or Pilates? Just did a podcast recently on Pilates with the amazing Martin Reed. If you are interested in Pilates, want to know more about it, that is an episode for you. But this quick fit tip is about yoga versus Pilates. So essentially a question I receive frequently, it's generally from men, and it's whether they should do one or the other. So quick fit tip. Now there's a lot to this, but I'm going to do a kind of top line discussion on it real quickly. If this is a question you have, hopefully this answers it or starts to answer it for you. Okay. So essentially this comes down to two things, right? I always say there's questions when someone asks me questions because it depends. It depends on many things. Uh, But the two primary questions and things it depends on are obviously time and your goals. So time available to work out and what your ultimate goals are. Okay, so the number one reason people give for failure to exercise is lack of time. So when you talk about yoga and Pilates and things like that, it's it's essentially how do I fit this in and how often do I need to fit this in or should I fit this in, right? So first and foremost, for me, we got to look at resistance training and cardiovascular exercise. Now, there are those who will say that, well, yoga and Pilates have components of that within their practice, and they're not wrong, but they're different. And when it comes to resistance training, yes, bodyweight exercises, yoga, uh, as I will talk about quickly, will improve strength, as will Pilates, but let's, let's just bring it to its extreme. If you have bone density issues, sarcopenia, if you're older and you're trying to mitigate sarcopenia to slow down or even reverse the muscle loss that we experience as we age, generally speaking, a doctor or someone like myself is not going to say to you, go do yoga or Pilates. You need greater resistance training than that. You know, bodyweight exercises absolutely work. I am one of the biggest fans of them. And yoga is is one of those disciplines that incorporate bodyweight exercises uh, and Pilates has machines, but we want more. We want to overload the muscles in a greater fashion Uh, when it comes to resistance training. So first and foremost, I want you to have your resistance training in place. Those workouts want you to have your cardio workouts in place because as I say frequently, your heart is your most important muscle. So once you have those two things in place, those are the first two. This is the third component for me when I am putting together plans for people and did so for many years. Okay, so let's get those workouts in place first, and then we're going to talk about yoga and Pilates. Now, has to be said as well, back to men who ask this question most often, they generally do it, why? And this is not something I'm making up. This is not just my experience. This is uh, pretty, uh, not pretty, this is factual. Men generally go to yoga and or Pilates for two reasons. 
or both of those two reasons, one or both of these reasons, their doctor or their spouse tell them they should. And generally speaking, it's because they are injured. So it's the prehab versus rehab argument I give. And the reason you ultimately would like to do this before you get injured. You know, a a girlfriend, a wife, a, a spouse generally drags their significant other to either yoga or Pilates because they're hurt, because they're tight, because they've gotten hurt, because they're inflexible. Uh, and so that's how they get there. Or their doctor tells them they have to as well. So I always say, do it before you have to do it, before you're injured and you're doing it to fix something. Use these two disciplines to prevent those injuries. And when I did that show with Martin, we talked about that at great length. Okay, so five components of fitness did a show on that as well. And I threw in my sixth component, which is balance. Yoga and Pilates satisfy flexibility component and balance. And so you're getting two great components of fitness when you participate in these two disciplines, okay? And you get some of the other ones as well, but I'm going to focus on those two, okay? So again, it depends on your time, your goals. Let's just talk quickly about yoga and Pilates, just kind of bullet points, benefits, differences, things like that, okay? So yoga... Again, back to the men, most men will gravitate to it. Why? Now, again, I'm generalizing, but this is my experience and, and also the research, okay, to improve their flexibility. And that's a great way to do it. There are many different kinds of yoga, many different disciplines. One of the major differences, I would argue, and in my experience between the two, between yoga and Pilates is the mental component. And when people argue about how yoga has maybe I mean, at the harshest level, people say it's been ruined, you know, by especially uh, American standards or Americans taking their standards to it. It's that that mental component has been pushed aside. Okay, but yoga versus Pilates, yoga has an incredible mental component to it that I argue uh, Pilates does not, not in the same way, at least. Okay, one thing I have to say here. And don't get angry with me, you yoga people and yoga instructors, because there's many good ones. But I have also had many people tell me over the years, many, including recently, that they went to yoga to uh, work on flexibility, to rehabilitate an injury, and they got hurt. They got hurt. So that is a really important consideration. If you are going there to fix a weak link, oftentimes there are instructors that are teaching in a group setting and it just takes one exercise, push too hard, and you run the risk of getting hurt. Now, you run the risk of that in any class, to be fair, but I have experienced not only uh, many people telling me how they were injured at yoga, many but three of my clients way back when I sent to a instructor who was teaching yoga and all three of them got hurt. It's just my experience, one off with one, you know, uh, but again, many, many people. Uh, so you got to be careful, just like with anything else. And this instructor did not see that they were hurting people. 
so it can be advanced and you, and you have to pick your instructor carefully as always with anything. Okay, Pilates, love it. Did that show, you know, a lot of experience with Matt Pilates myself back in the day. Uh, I took the machines, talked about that, how in New York City, I used to go to a Pilates studio and do the reformer as the only guy in there who was sweating all over those machines. Amazing practice. And in my experience, less likelihood of getting injured. Less likelihood. And one of those reasons is, you know, Matt Pilates, you can do in a group format. The moves are less advanced, the basic moves, than many of the yoga ones. And, you know, when you do uh, the machines, it's generally one-on-one or semi-private. So the instructor has much more um, focus on you. And so that's a little different and a big difference between, generally speaking, Pilates and yoga. Downside to both is, especially if you're doing them privately, they can be expensive. A client was just telling me this, or a client, a a friend the other day, she did Pilates, and it was, let me remember correctly, it's like $3,000 for 20 sessions, one-on-one. Now, that's New York prices, but that's not uncommon. And you can also find that with one-on-one yoga, but you can also do yoga, as I said, in a group setting, much less expensively. I have to say that my opening chapter to my most recent book, The Micro Workout Plan, which, by the way, after a year and change, finally came out in the digital version. So if you've been waiting, thanks to COVID and all the craziness, paperback has been out for a while now, and now the digital version is out. So the opening chapter, though, uh, the one client, one of my greatest success stories from back in the day, Pilates was a huge and still is to this day factor in his rehabilitating major injuries and him at uh, in his 60s being a top tennis and squash player, uh, part of his program. Uh, and one final thing, yoga and Pilates, you can do Zoom now. You can find great instructors anywhere in the world like Martin Reed and train with them one-on-one, group settings, less expensive. It is a new world, people. Okay, so that has made it exponentially easier to do these disciplines. Now, even though those are great formats and the instructor, thanks to technology, can do a great job, I'm still a huge fan of one-on-one in person when you can. Uh, But that opens the world to you, whether it be yoga or Pilates or both training with the best people anywhere in the world. Okay, bottom line. Quickly end this fit tip. Uh, There's no bad choice. They're both great. As a third component of your overall wellness plan, you got to get your strength in place. You got to get your cardio in place. And now, yes, this can be an adjunct to all of those things. uh, And it's a phenomenal third component, as I like to call it. Uh, No bad choice. Both will help with flexibility, with your body awareness, with your core strength, with your overall strength. And with your making of the all-important muscle connections, which is so important, Uh, Pilates does that amazingly. Yoga does that amazingly. And again, I don't want to underemphasize how important yoga can be and why so many people go that mental component. All right? But you're going to ultimately do what you enjoy. Try both. And if you gravitate towards one more than the other, then that is what you're going to do. Again, based on your goals but you get similar outcomes from doing them. And so do what you enjoy. Now, leave you with this. How often? Again, great debate. 
but generally speaking, give you two sample weeks. Wrote out two sample weeks for you. So first one, Monday you would do your strength, Tuesday cardio, Wednesday strength, and I'm talking full body strength routine, by the way, Thursday cardio, Friday Pilates, Saturday cardio, and Sunday rest. And now you could say, okay, I'm a fan of yoga more than Pilates, then that Friday is going to be yoga. And let me say this, once a week, phenomenal for many people. That client, the beginning of uh, my book, The Micro Workout Plan, does Pilates with the machines and a private instructor once a week. And it works phenomenally for him because he does all the little things, okay, consistently. Second format, and there are many, you would do strength and cardio on Monday. So, you know, maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes of strength, and then 20, 30 minutes of cardio for a great hour. Tuesday, you do Pilates. Wednesday, back to strength and cardio, full body with cardio. You go 30 minutes of strength, 30 minutes of cardio. Thursday, yoga. So now you're doing Pilates and yoga. Friday, third strength and cardio. Awesome. You've done three now per uh, week. Saturday, long cardio, fun cardio. That's you're going for a long walk with the family, the dogs. You're doing a bike ride. You're swimming. You're playing tennis. You're doing, you know, some recreational sport. And Sunday's rest again. So, so many different ways to do it. But Pilates and yoga, no bad choice. What are your goals? Work it into your weekly plan. And it's about variation. and. Men, especially, do it before you get injured. You don't have to do it a lot. It's excessive moderation. And there you have it. No bad choice. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this Fit Tip. Please subscribe. You're not subscribing. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it if you can. Comment. And you want to reach out. Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter. Tom H. Fit. You go to fitnessdisrupted.com, email me through the site. Again, the micro-workout plan now is available. My most recent book in the digital form. Exciting. Took forever. Working on my next book as well. So exciting. Uh, and I'd love to hear from you. As I said, fitnessdisrupted.com. You can email me right through the site. Remember, my goal is to give you the best information so that you can live your best life. No bias. My only bias is to bring you the best information so you can do that. And I'm following all the information that I give you. I'm living it. All right? We control three things. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.